It's time for Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright. Have you ever wondered if there's more to life than you're currently living? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Every week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. Guests will come from many different backgrounds, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Every show is a dose of inspiration. This is Success Profiles Radio. And now, here's your host, Brian K. Wright. Hello and welcome to Success Profiles Radio. I'm your host, Brian K. Wright, and it is an absolute pleasure to be with you here today. I'm honored that you chose to spend part of your day with me here, and this is going to be an amazing show, uh, not only because it's always an amazing show, but this is episode number 200. This is a milestone, and I'm so fired up and excited for this. I'll be introducing my guests shortly. I promise this will be a fun and informative hour. It will be terrific. I do want to take a minute or two to share some things I've been learning and thinking about lately, and I generally do this every single week. There's a quote I've seen floating around on social media off and on, and it's simply this. The dream is free, the hustle sold separately. I'm sure we've all seen it. I'm sure we've all heard it. I think there's some truth to that, but if you really want to align yourself with what you want, I would say you have to have a major definite purpose, like Napoleon Hill says in his book, Think and Grow Rich. If your purpose grabs you so hard that you can't stop until you complete your goal, then the hustle will become second nature. You won't have to think about it. One of my favorite stories is uh, an interview where music critic David Wilde interviewed Barry Manilow, and he asked him, why, why do you do this for a living? And his answer was so profound. He said, I can't not do this. Think about that for a second. That is so interesting because here's a man who had such a burning desire to write, record, and perform music that he could not conceive of a situation where he wasn't doing that every day. If you figure out what your burning desire is and you are captured by it, you will have no problem taking the action you need to make something happen. My guest today is also someone who has that burning desire. With all that in mind, let me tell you who he is. My guest for episode number 200 is Marshall Silver. Let me tell you about him. Marshall Silver is the world's leading authority on subconscious reprogramming and irresistible influence. As a world-class entertainer, he is the creator of the largest hypnotic production show in the world. He's headlined top showrooms in Las Vegas, Lake Tahoe, and many other venues around the world. He's a favorite on The Howard Stern Show and has appeared an unprecedented five times on David Letterman, even bumping the famous top ten list. He's also a highly respected business consultant sought by Fortune 500 companies. He's led training programs for companies like IBM, Ford, KFC, and Pepsi, teaching management how to motivate employees and teaching sales staff how to close deals. He's also shared the stage with such luminaries as Donald Trump, President Clinton, and Robert Kiyosaki. He's also the author of the best-selling book, Passion, Power, and Profit, and his infomercial uh, in the late 80s, in the 80s, sold over a million copies of his personal development program of the same name all over the world. We will discuss all of this and so much more on today's show. And here we are with my very special guest, Marshall Silver. Marshall, how are you today? I'm always awesome. So nice to be on the show, Brian. Thanks for having me. Hey, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. The first thing I normally ask everyone is just tell us a little bit about your background, uh, where you started, maybe what some things you overcame and learned, and how you got to where you are now, and you can take that wherever you'd like. Yeah, you know, um, most people, from my experience, that, that do anything that really matters, they, they do it from the same uh, point of view of what you just described. We, we do it because we have to. And, you know, my whole thing is I was born extremely poor. I have nine brothers and sisters. And we were, I was born into a home in Michigan that had no running water, no electricity, no phone. Often we had little, sometimes no food. Twice my family was homeless. 
And the second house we lived in was a converted chicken coop. <clears throat> the beauty of the chicken coop house at, at seven years old, it was like a palace to me because it had running water, it had electricity, and, and other than, you know, clucking when I get happy, no adverse side effects. Wow. So the thing, the thing that, that I'm excited about is my whole world changed when I discovered that we are who we think we are, and that is always our choice. And so I got hypnotized at my high school when I was 16 years old, and it was during a, a stage show, and the hypnotist gave me a suggestion that when he said the words, sunny boy, I would stand up from my seat in the audience, I'd walk back to the stage, I'd fall on my own butt, I'd roll my pant legs up above my knees, I'd stick my thumb in my mouth, I'd climb on his lap, and I'd say, sing it again, daddy. And I remember going back to my seat in the audience thinking to myself, I'll be damned if I'm going to do that. I'm just not going to do that. And it was the weirdest thing. Um, I go back to my seat in the audience, and I uh, have this... You know, I have this overwhelming desire to not embarrass myself. You know, I've, I've been wearing my sister's clothes to school for, you know, forever because of those are the hand-me-downs that fit me. Sure enough, he says those words and almost like a magnet is drawing me back to the stage. I head back to the stage and I climb up on his lap and uh, sure enough, thumb in mouth, sing it again, daddy. And I went home that night and I was thinking to myself, you know, was I hypnotized or was I just doing what he told me to do? And I thought, well, what, what if he had told you to get off drugs? Because I was a drug addict as a kid. And, and I thought, what if he had just told you to do it? And you just did it. You just got off drugs. Or what if he had told me to be confident? Or what if he had told me to go out and be a multimillionaire? And because he told me I could, I believed that I would. And I just went out and took fearless action. I realized in that moment, if that is hypnosis, which it is, by the way, then this is one of the most powerful forces on our planet. You know, we control every thought we think. No one else does. We have complete free will of what we choose to perceive as reality. Now, that being said, you know, there are many people that see things that the majority of the population would say impossible, never going to happen. You're talking crazy. And yet their perseverance, their certainty, their absolute gumption is so profound that they don't take no for an answer. And, you know, we've got people throughout time who have created amazing inventions or or completely turned the world on its ear and said, you know what, I, I'm not going where everybody else is going. I'm going to a place that I first imagined and now I'm creating from that imagination. You know, Einstein said imagination is more powerful than knowledge. And I wholeheartedly agree that, that I have a, a term that I use when I'm training executives or, or entrepreneurs, and that is put it out into the universe. And, and what I mean by that, it, it's entrepreneurial exaggeration. You know, when, when President Kennedy said, we're going to put a man on the moon before the end of this decade, or when Henry Ford said, we're going to put a car in every single garage, or when Steve Jobs said, we're going to put a computer on the desk of every single student, th those are projections. Those are entrepreneurial exaggerations. And that we don't need to know how we're going to do something to make it happen. We need to proclaim it's going to happen and then figure it out. Yeah, I I love that because that just means that you are in control and uh, it leaves nothing to chance. I mean, you absolutely have the ability to figure out and decide what you want to do and the ability to go do it and the freedom to think whatever you'd like. And I love that very much. Well, so, and, and Brian, I just want to finally add, you know, so that poor kid in the, in the, the chicken coop house, these days uh, we're broadcasting right now. I am at my second home. I'm at my home on the water here in Southern California, a little town called Carlsbad. I've got 140 feet of private 
100% private beach. I'm looking at the, the, the beautiful, beautiful water ahead of me on a beautiful day in San Diego. My main residence is a 17,000 square foot palace in Las Vegas. My beautiful family uh, flies around with me in private jets. My three children were born via hypnosis in the bathtub at our palace in Las Vegas. No drugs, no doctors, no pain. We streamed the final birth. We streamed Prosperity's birth, my daughter's birth, alive online to show women that they have a choice. They don't need to fall into the hypnosis that birth is supposed to be painful or going to be challenging. And, you know, again, I, I have generated hundreds of millions of dollars in personal income, all by first taking total control of my inner communication, my personal programs, and then secondly, understanding that communication does equal wealth. And yes. the money that we generate, we're going to get from other people. So we better fall in love with other people, and we better learn how to communicate to them in such a way they would be inspired to want what we're offering. Yeah, absolutely. So, how did you get your first Vegas gig? I've, obviously, you uh, you know learned how to be a hypnotist. You are world class. You're one of the best in the world, probably the best in the world, you, the best I've ever seen. How did you get your first Vegas gig? Because you've been all over the place in the, on the strip. I have um, my first Vegas gig came very early on in my hypnotic career. I um, I've been on stage since I was seven years old. One of the things that that happened for me is at seven. My brother showed me some magic effects that he had found in Boys Life magazine. And at, at seven years old, your cognitive uh, process is different, meaning you see things through what I call objective reality. You don't fill in the blanks. You don't attach meaning to things. You just see things scientifically, objectively. And so at seven years old, the magic he showed me didn't fool me. I thought they were great opticals and you know great illusions, except I saw how they were done. And I took those magic effects that he did and I showed them to my brother excuse me, to my father. And my father and I had always had a tumultuous relationship. He and my mother had divorced years prior and my father was not kind to me. And it was one of the few moments where I saw admiration and, and respect in my father's eyes toward me. And I was hooked. As an entertainer, I loved magic. And so every Christmas, every birthday, when they'd say, what do you want? My response was always the same. I want money to buy magic tricks. And uh, it, at 10 years old, I discovered that I could get paid for doing my show. And then that changed everything. That changed everything. So, yeah. And so it's kind of what you were talking about. When we can cause our lives to the, the way that we live our life to produce the desire that we want, that's the magic. So when I'm living naturally, when I'm doing the things that I want to do and it produces the wealth and the well-being and the enjoyment and quality of life that I seek, that is when your life is happening on purpose. You take a look at somebody like a, like a Steve Jobs. Here's a man who was hanging on to life at the very last thread of life. One month before he succumbs to the cancer that killed him, he's still running Apple computers. He didn't have to do that. He could have retired years prior to that. It, it was his passion. It was his life's purpose. And, you know, speaking of that, here's a man at the Stanford commencement address that of the things that he said, do whatever you need to do to find your life's purpose. Do whatever you need to do to find the thing that you love so that you don't work another day in your life. That is amazing. And I know you certainly enjoy what you do. I've Love seen it. you speak a couple times. Uh, I saw you speak at Eric Swanson's Habitude Warrior Conference back in May in Houston. You awesome. did your Vegas show there and you spoke the next day for a while. And uh, you had a, an evening in Scottsdale where I got to see you and you were there for a couple of hours. And your message is, is amazing. And anyone who has not 
heard Marshall Silver or seen his show, you must do that. That needs to be on your bucket list because it's really an amazing experience. We've got less than a minute to our first break. My very special guest on episode number 200 is Marshall Silver. His book is called Passion, Profit, and Power. He is a world-class hypnotist. He's been on David Letterman. He's been on Howard Stern. And we will talk more about uh, hypnosis in the next segment. And we will talk about the idea of creating irresistible influence because this is absolutely uh, amazing. And so uh, we will talk about that and so much more when we come back from the break. And uh, we'll talk about the relationship between wealth and self-esteem too because that's also very, very important. That's a great uh, relationship and topic to explore. We'll come right back after the break. This is Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us. Don't go away. Be right back. is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Are you stressed out? Because if you are, you're not alone. In fact, research shows that over 73% of all Americans report symptoms of stress, which is a key factor contributing to mental and physical illness. And that stress is usually related to work, money, or relationships. Up until now, the solution to combat the effects of stress have been delivered through pharmaceutical companies. But now there's a natural way to solve this problem without the harmful side effects. The Healthy Primate Stress Support Supplement contains natural ingredients proven to reduce cortisol, also known as the stress hormone, which causes damage to our body. And unlike prescriptions, your satisfaction is guaranteed with a 100% money-back offer on all orders. In addition, a portion of all proceeds goes to PTSD research, and as a bonus, all purchases will include a free copy of the new ebook, The Survival Guide to Living with Stress. So get the Healthy Primate Stress Support Supplement today at www.screwstress.com. Click the Amazon logo. It'll take you where you need to go. Once again, that is www.screwstress.com. This is the Toginet Radio Network, broadcasting quality programming to the world. Do you have trouble falling asleep and staying asleep? I know that drugs can be addictive and cause a hangover the next day. That's why you need the Sleep Band. The Sleep Band helps you fall asleep quickly and easily and for a longer period of time. This results in a more restful and peaceful night's sleep, which is something all of us need. With the Sleep Band, you will wake up fresh and alert, ready to begin your day. You can get your Sleep Band and other great healing products by visiting HealingFrequencyProducts.com. Check it out today for a better sleep tomorrow. HealingFrequencyProducts.com. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. This is episode number 200. My guest this week is Marshall Silver, and he is a world-class hypnotist, a motivational speaker, a multi-billionaire. He helps other people become millionaires. We'll discuss that uh, a little bit later on, too. You can find me on Twitter at Mr. Brian K. Wright. I also have a page, Success Profiles Radio, on Facebook. You can find me on LinkedIn. You can also download and subscribe to Success Profiles Radio for free on iTunes. I would love a subscription and a review. That would be fantastic. And if you 
are a first-time author, you run, if you're running a business especially and you've got a message that you want to get out there in the world in a much bigger way, I can help you write your first book. Hit me up, Brian, at briankwrite.com. I'd be glad to talk to you. You can message me, and I'll be glad to explore all the possibilities with you. So, Marshall, uh, you, you decided to learn hypnotism after you had that first experience when you were 16. Is that right? True. Yeah, I was 16 years old. I got hypnotized. It, it changed my life. It made me realize that everything ultimately is hypnosis, that perception, is, reality is created by validation. And so at that time, I was a performer. I was a magician, and, and I was a really good magician. I, I took my craft seriously, and I, I practiced, and I was very creative. And so when I would get on stage, I would be a superstar. And I'd have young women. You know, I'm 16 years old. I'd have teenage uh, girls that would come up after the show and say, hey, I, I liked your show and you, you know, you're so cute and we should go hang out. And I go, yeah, let's go hang out. And then we would go to, you know, grab a, a soda or an ice cream or something. And within moments, I could see their eyes glaze over because this big, charismatic, confident guy that I was on stage wasn't the guy that would show up for ice cream. It was the other me, the, the me that was not confident, that was insecure. And I, I, would, I could see the look in their eyes. And now I realized what the look was, was who are you? And where's the guy that was on stage that I wanted to hang out with? And so I finally had to ask myself, Brian, you know, are you this unconfident guy that gets on stage and pretends he's confident? Or are you this confident guy that comes off stage and just forgets who he is? Hmm. And obviously the answer is I was both. So the bigger question would be, which guy would it be more effective to be? And so I, I started, uh, you know, I, I'm hypnotized. I, I got hypnotized at 16. I started reading up on the topic and I hypnotized my first subject at 17. And uh, I hypnotized three uh, different subjects, had phenomenal response, hypnotized three more subjects, had zero response and thought I had somehow lost the magic. Right. And so it took, it took me years six years to be exact, of studying and learning about hypnosis before I came back to it. I, I had reached a point, my magic career was doing well, I was making good money, except I wasn't feeling fulfilled. I was making money, yet I knew I wasn't changing the world. And so from the time I was 21 till I was 23, I went through eight jobs and eight apartments in two years and finally stumbled across someone who had taken some hypnosis training and had, was, was out doing hypnosis for a living that I frankly, thought didn't have nearly as much natural talent or ability as I had. And I said, you know what? You need to research this. And as they say, there's no coincidences. My universe aligned. The guy that had trained him happened to be in San Diego at that exact time that I became aware of him. And I, I decided to plunk down every dime I had, $3,000, which at 23 years old might as well have been $300,000 to me. And uh, that $3,000 investment in my education has come back as literally hundreds of millions of dollars. And it is, it is you know, I, 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 I think about life and I think about finding our purpose. And, and, you know, it's not cliched to say, figure out what you love and the money will follow. Because most people never believe that they could monetize whatever the thing that they do is so that they can have the living that they want. And I, and I point out to people, you know, of course it's possible to be a a billionaire real estate investor. We see them all over the place. We've got one running for president. It's right. possible to become a billionaire by tinkering around in your kitchen and playing in your garden. Her name is Martha Stewart. It's yeah. possible to be a billionaire by riding on a, on a unicycle, playing the accordion and eating fire. His name is Guy Lalabarte. He founded Cirque du Soleil. And so 
you know, as people start thinking about whatever it is that they love, the key is to give value to other people in a way that's meaningful to them. And one of the reasons that I have have done as well as I've done, where other hypnotists might not have produced at the levels that, that I've produced at, is I realize, once again, it's not about vanity. It's not about just having a show on the strip in Las Vegas. What it's about is solving other people's challenges. And most people uh, are challenged not by the world itself. They're challenged by their inner world, Brian. They're, they're challenged by what goes on in their brains. You know, there's a lot of yeah, people yeah. that want to have a radio show that never get around to actually doing it. This is your 200th show. Congratulations. Thank you so it's much. Been, it's been a lot of work. It's been a labor of love. I guarantee it. I'm sure yeah. it has been for you. Except yes, yes. you did it. You followed through. You finished this. And, you know, that's the thing that I, I'm just boggled by for people that they just, they, they don't follow through. They don't finish what they've started. And then they blame the world. And instead of saying, no, I'm a thousand percent responsible for every part of my life, win, lose, or draw, I want that responsibility. You know, with that responsibility comes pain. There also is massive, massive potential for victory. And I think that really is lesson one. I am who I think I am, and I get to choose that. Absolutely. I, I love that. Uh, do you think anyone can be hypnotized? I think it's difficult to bring people out of the trance they're already in. I think hypnotizing people is the easy part. Interesting. The, the, the trance, trance that they're already in. I, that's a very interesting way you put that. People walk around in a trance belief that life is hard or relationships are temporary or, you know, making money only, you know, evil people get rich. And the people that succeed have a different program. You know, I... I am not a, a pauper trying to make a million dollars. Every person listening to this right now is a millionaire, even if the money has not yet been deposited in their bank account. Yeah. And when they reverse that program and they reverse the frame, instead of struggling to make money, they say, no, it's my birthright. I'm a millionaire. I know I am. What I need to do is start living in alignment with who I am. So if I'm a, if I'm a multimillionaire, I don't sit at home watching reruns of, of whatever show I watch, you know, paupers watch reruns of for hours. If I'm a millionaire whose money has not been deposited in my bank account, I don't hang out with negative people. I don't hang out with people that complain about their jobs and want something for nothing because anything that's given to anybody for nothing, someone else had to give all for. Right. And, and so, forgive me, I just, just the, the point of all that is that, you know, you hang out with people that are of a like mind, that are motivated, like you and I, and, yeah. and people listening to this broadcast, and, and you get a different result. You don't go further down the abyss. You climb further up the mountain. You say, hey, yeah, it's a lot of work, and it's hard, and it sure would be great if people just gave me everything. That's just not how the world works. Yeah, absolutely. And, and some of the things you just said lead me to the next question I was planning on asking. What do you think is the key to getting anything you want in life? You talked about some of the things that you need to avoid, which I love, but what do you think is the key? And I know there's, there's probably more than one answer to this. Take it wherever you'd like. There's one answer, and it's really okay. simple. And part of what I think allows people to transform, and part of what I certainly seek to do, is I seek to teach people in the simplest fashion, and, and I always seek to teach people as if they were bright seven-year-olds. And this is not to diminish anybody's capacity or to suggest people aren't intelligent. The majority of our programming is done by the time we are seven or eight years old. Who we believe we are, who you know our identity is, it's already formed by the hypnotists we encountered, the authority figures, usually our parents, if we were fortunate enough to have parents. And, and the challenge for people is they spend the rest of their lives stuck in those programs. So when I teach people, I want to give them really simple insight on whatever it is we're teaching. So the secret 
to getting anything you want in any area, whether it's better relationships, whether it's more money, emotional, mental, physical well-being. Step one, something I call self-mastery. Self-mastery is total control of your thoughts and emotions. You no longer give your power away. What you believe to be true is true for you. What you focus on expands. And yes, indeed, reality is created by validation. When you learn how to have total control of your thoughts and emotions, you're no longer reactive. You're responsive. And what happens is, is that no matter what comes up in your world, you don't tolerate it. You utilize it. You know, things come up that, that, that other people would call a setback and you say, yeah, it might not have been the result I was looking for, yet the door wasn't supposed to open at this time. I'm going to look for the blessing. I'm going to find, you know, what is the gift here? And I'm going to be a better person for it. You know, I'm, I uh, had been married twice before my one true wife. And I am married to my one true wife. I know she's my one true wife because I never knew marriage could be this good. I am grateful that I went through those other two experiences because had I not gone through those other two marriage experiences, I would never know what a blessing I have. I would never ever in a, in a billion years be able to recognize this goddess that blesses me every single day as my bride. You know, I have been poor and I have been rich and that I've been poor again and that I've been rich again, that I've been poor again. And thank you, God, rich again. Yes. And yes. and I've realized that that it's temporary, that, you know, any state is temporary. And if you get too attached to being wealthy or too, you know, too uh, attached to pushing against poverty, you actually create the thing you focus on. So the second thing you need to get anything you want is the proper tools for the task at hand. And the biggest challenge for people is, is they, they believe that, you know, they read the book, The Secret, and they think, yeah, I'm going to attract, I'm going to use the law of attraction to get everything in my world. And the fact of the matter is that book can be dangerous. The, the challenge is the law of attraction is step one. That is self-mastery. The challenge is, though, you can use all the law of attraction in the world. And if you don't have the proper skill set, if you don't have the proper tools for healthy relationships, if you don't have the proper tools for the for creating wealth, if you don't have business skills, then you will never get what you want. And so many people, you know, get stuck in that place that uh, I love my God so much. I'm going to pray for God to bless me. And, and sometimes God just wants to kick people in the seat of their pants, I'm convinced, and say, look, I gave you what you needed to get what you want. You've got to put forth a little bit of effort to show your worthiness. Yeah. And so, you know, as an example, somebody would ask me, all right, I got I got to master my own mind. I got to control my thoughts and emotions. I have to learn the proper tools. What would be the tool for wealth accumulation? If somebody asks me that question, there's one answer. If you only learned one skill set, one tool, the tool you need to learn is you need to learn irresistible influence. You need to learn how to sell. Now, I realize we're coming up on a break, and I said there's three things you need to get anything you want. So I think I'll leave the third thing as a teaser for our next, next segment. So when we come back, I'll give the big reveal of the final thing you need, self-mastery tools, and come back after the break. We'll fill in the blank. Yep. And let you know the last thing you need to get anything you want. That is fantastic. We are coming up against our break. My very special guest for episode number 200 is Marshall Silver, world-class hypnotist and all-around great guy in many, many ways. We will come back after the break, and we will talk about irresistible influence. We will talk about that last big reveal, what we need uh, to do to get anything we want in life. And there are so many other things I want to talk about. We won't get to them all, but please come back after the break. This is Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us. Don't go away. We will come right back after the break.
mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Did you know you can quickly grow your business online and offline for free? SmartGuy.com is one of the fastest growing business networks in the world. Managing over 600 city business networks from Los Angeles, California to the country of Bahrain. In just a minute or two, you can add your business and be quickly listed in their global business directory, local business networks, and get a free web page that can actually rank on top of major search engines in as little as one to two weeks. No kidding. Simply go to www.smartguy.com. Fill out your company information and you're set. So add your business for free and find out why everyone loves a smart guy. Smartguy.com. Looking for the perfect destination in Costa Rica, Panama, or Thailand? Concerned about the economy and looking for an escape plan? Then you need to go to escapeartist.com and learn how you can live, work, invest, retire, or do business overseas. Escape Artist has the perfect plan for you. Join our 400,000 readers and get your free subscription to Escape from America magazine. Visit www.escapefromamerica.com and create your escape plan right now. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest for episode number 200 is Marshall Silver. Before the break, I asked Marshall, what do you think is the key to getting everything you want in life? He mentioned that there are three things. Number one is self-mastery. Number two is having the proper tools. And number three is? Once we have mastered our own minds, once we are in complete and total control of our thoughts and emotions, we have moved from victim to victor. Once we've acknowledged that there are some skill sets for the task at hand, you know, in making money, I told you the number one tool that you can learn is the tool of irresistible influence, selling. You know, I've created a fortune by understanding the psychology of influence, that all buying decisions are based first on emotion and then backed up with logic. And the, the whole understanding of that is that our subconscious mind is our emotional mind. Our conscious mind is our logical mind. Hence, all buying decisions are based first subconsciously and then backed up consciously. I, you know, I, I drive a Rolls-Royce Phantom, a $450,000 automobile, and nobody, nobody needs a $450,000 automobile to get from point A to point B. And any intelligent person would, would say, that's crazy. Why would you do that? Until you ride in a $450,000 automobile. And the moment you ride in it, you realize, number one, there is a difference. Number two, uh, you know, some people that are stuck in what I call uh, in that lack of prosperity consciousness and that poverty consciousness, they might say, well, can you imagine the number of people that could be fed if you just, you know, drove something much less expensive and, you know, took that money and gave it to the poor? Don't acknowledge or even recognize the fact that me buying that car feeds a whole lot of people. 
that there are a whole lot of hardworking people that put that car together that get fed. And it right. also begs the question, what makes you think that I didn't buy that car and also donate to charities? You know, for 20 years, my mother ran a homeless charity down here in uh, Southern California called Brother Benno's. And for 20 years, when my mom turned 65, I provided for her financially so that she didn't have to work. And so she volunteered her time full time, 40, 50, 60 hours a week, taking care of the homeless. And I absolutely believe that she would not have been able to do that had I not taken complete and total financial care of her. So the third thing we need, self-mastery, controlling our own minds, thoughts and emotions, the programs of our subconscious. Number two, we need the proper tools for whatever the task at hand is. And number three, we need the ability to take action in the present moment. There are people, Brian, right now on this broadcast that are older than they thought they would be at this point of their lives, that they really thought they would be further along in their process, whether wealthier or better relationships or healthier or happier than they are right now. And it's because life is a blink. I have three babies. I've got a, a five-year-old son, a three-year-old son, and a one-year-old daughter. Sterling, Maximus, and Prosperity. And, you know, I, I, I started late in life. I, I waited for the right woman before I started having babies. I, I know that's kind of a novel concept and approach. And yet, I'm so glad I didn't miss out on having kids because since I started, since I became a father, I have been more productive in the last five years than I have been in the last 45 years. And it's because watching them grow has been such a yardstick for how fast time goes. And the yeah. challenge with people is that, you know, I, I teach self-mastery. That's what we teach. I teach uh, how to, you know, whatever the tools are for the task at hand. I teach those things. The thing that most people cannot teach is they cannot teach people to take action. And I would agree with that. The only thing that causes people to take action are their subconscious programs. So that's the reason that I've been able to produce such amazing results for people is that I don't teach them. I program them to become different people. And in that process of being a different person, they naturally take new actions. And that truly is the key. You could eliminate self-mastery. You could eliminate the proper tools. You, you give that blind squirrel a, an opportunity to run around the yard. They're going to find a nut. And that that willingness to fail forward fast, that ability to lose the need to look good in front of other people, to lose the need for anybody else's approval, to say, you know what, I like me and I'm okay with me and I know I'm not perfect and I know I've got you know smudges and faults and cracks and whatever it is, yet I know that my heart's in the right place and I'm doing good works because I care about other people, we're in this thing together, and my wealth does not take away from other people's enjoyment of life, my prayer would be that my success, my wealth would inspire other people. That there's a distinction between cockiness and confidence, and that distinction is confidence allows for greatness in other people. Yeah, and I love what you just said, uh, that your wealth doesn't take away from someone else's opportunity, because I think a lot of people seem to think that this is all a big zero-sum game, but it's not. Just because you're wealthy doesn't mean that I can't also be wealthy. Because you have doesn't mean that I can't have. And I, I think people need to just break free of that. There's enough opportunity for everybody out there, right? Absolutely. There's more Absolutely. than enough abundance. And, you know, one of the things, you know, we've got a big election going on here in the United States right now. And I have never seen in my lifetime a more tumultuous time. And I think that it's got a lot to do with the fiat currency that the United States and many countries of the world 
now operate on. And I think it's got to do with mainstream media and the people that are really pulling the strings in the world, the the powers that be wanting us to have uh, dissension, wanting us to be divided, wanting us to believe that we need to be cared for. And I think that it's programs like this that get the truth out, that, that say, yeah. look, you know, you're not a sheep. You, you, you need uh, you need to you know, really pay attention. You need to have an opinion because that's the, the way a person gets attacked is they have an opinion. You know, me even bringing up anything to do with politics on your show, I'm guessing there's either you or your your uh, your producer's probably like cringing going, oh, please don't go there. And <laughs> the, the fact of the matter is, it, you know, it's what's going on. Right. And the, the beauty of what's going on is uh, the truth always reveals itself. And I think that's what's happening now more than ever is whether we like it or not, our eyes are being opened to the fact that the government is not our friend. You know, I love my country with all of my heart. I also know that my country, my government needs to run like anybody's business needs to run with checks and balances and balanced budgets. It has yep. to, otherwise it cannot continue. And so again, you know, if you have a fever and you get sick, the fever peaks, it gets as bad as it can get to the point where you're going, oh my God, I, I don't know if I'll ever remember feeling well again, right before you feel well again. Yeah, absolutely. And, what do you think is the relationship between wealth and self-esteem? Our net worth is always determined by our self-esteem. When I believe that I am worth more, whether it's financially or whether I'm worth more relationally or whether I believe I'm worth more, uh, you know, uh, prosperity-wise, I won't settle for less. My children fly around with me uh, on private jets. And I remember the first time my son was three years old and my wife and my one-year-old son were flying commercially back to visit her parents. I was off work and I had taken a charter. And she said, hey, you don't have to waste, we don't have to waste the money. I'll fly commercially. I'm cool with that. And they're flying. They're flying first class. They've got two first class seats and everybody's getting on the plane. And my son is welcoming everybody. Hello. Hi there. Welcome. You know, some people are being cool. It's a three-year-old kid. And some people are kind of put off. You know, why are, are you talking to me? And at one point, my son turned to my wife and he said, Mommy, are these our friends? Mm. Because his reality was he'd never been on a commercial flight. He didn't realize that that existed. He thought right. that, that the world was one way. And I wonder, you know, what if everybody believed that there is a way for me to win this game of life that is peaceful, that is kind, that is loving, that is honest, that allows everyone to win? Uh, when people hold that belief, what happens is everything gets easier. I, I, I think that a lot of people think there's no way out of the hell that they're living in. There's no honest and, and easy way out. And my own belief is, again, without going too far down the political rabbit hole, we're being played right now. And yeah. the, powers, the powers that be that spend trillions of dollars on things that blow people up know that there's no better, bigger business if all your objective is is to make money than that business. And they would want us to remain in conflict. I believe communication equals wealth. And I believe that when it comes down to it, and I look somebody in the eyes that has a chance to know the truth, that ultimately if, if I, my neighbor knows they're going to eat and they're going to be protected and they're going to have the life that they want, and I know I'm going to have everything that I want, there is no, there, there's no disagreement. There's no argument. There's no resistance because there's enough for everybody. And I think we've got to come from that place of abundance and prosperity as our starting point so that others can realize that they can have what they want to. You know, that is my whole message. 
my whole message is there's enough for everybody. And growing up in a family of 10 kids that we were dirt poor, twice we were homeless, oftentimes there was no food for a meal, yet we survived. And why we survived is, I thank you God, had a mother, she passed a couple of years ago, had a mother that that was what she instilled as truth, that God will provide, things will work themselves out, this is a bump in the road, and I took that to heart and said, you know what, no matter what comes up in my life, I will deal with it. Yeah, absolutely. Let me ask you this. I've, I've heard you say from the stage that if you want more money, you got to buy more things, which sounds really counterintuitive because people go into saving mode. They want to contract, but you're all about expansion. Talk about that. It's really about the velocity of money, isn't it? Yeah, you know, I, I talk about velocity a lot because I think it's one of the things that people do miss. Uh, let's imagine uh, I, I am driving between Las Vegas and my home on the lagoon and it's, it's late. I'm tired. And, and I uh, decide I might want to stop in a motel, but it's a flea bag motel. And I don't know that I really want to stay there. And it's 10 o'clock at night. And I know I could drive the extra two hours and make it all the way to San Diego. But I stop in the motel and I say, you know what? I'm kind of weary. I'm thinking about stopping. How much do you charge for the night? The guy looks at me, sizes me up, $100 for the night. I say, how about I leave a $100 bill here on the counter and I'm going to go check the room out. And I leave the $100 bill. And if, I, and if I stay in the room, I'll stay. And if I don't, I'll come back to my $100 bill back and you know, be on my way. The guy says, okay. So I leave the $100 bill. I go check the room out. When I leave, the second I leave, he races across the street, goes into the bar where he's got a bar tab for $100. Bucks, and he says, look, uh, here's the $100 for the bar tab. We're even. The bartender says, great. Um, there's a guy sitting at the bar. He says, John, you know, uh, all the produce and food and meat that I've bought uh, from, your, from your store to feed the people here in my bar, here's the money for that tab. The guy says, great. Um, there's a woman at the other end of the bar, and he says, hey, you know, uh, the uh, – the services you provided for me, cleaning my house, taking care of my kids. Uh, here's your back pay paid in full. She says, great. She takes that $100. She's married to the guy that owns the motel. She goes back over. Hey, honey, you remember that $100 I had to borrow from you uh, for the car payment? Uh, here's the money back. Well, that $100 had a velocity of five times. Five yes. times it, it was it was spent. Now, I come back from the room. I decide not to stay. I pick my 100 bucks up, and I get back in my car, and I drive. Yet all of those debts have been paid. Yeah. The other piece That's is because people are holding on too tightly to their money, the debts have been paid and people aren't spending the money, but the government can't tax every transaction because they didn't occur. Right. Exactly. We will come right back after this final break. And my very special guest this week is Marshall Silver. This is Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us. Go. to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Do you have trouble falling asleep and staying asleep? I know that drugs can be addictive and cause a hangover the next day. That's why you need the Sleep Band. The Sleep Band helps you fall asleep quickly and easily and for a longer period of time. This results in a more restful and peaceful night's sleep, which is something all of us need. With the Sleep Band, you will wake up fresh and alert, ready to begin your day. You can get your Sleep Band and other great healing products by visiting HealingFrequencyProducts.com. Check it out today for a better sleep tomorrow. HealingFrequencyProducts.com. favorite books is called 
Forgotten English by author Jeffrey Kaser, who looks at the origins and histories of the language. For example, take the term Fritterbohn. That's an old English expression, probably borrowed from German, that means fleeting weeks and refers to what we call a honeymoon. A fribbler is a guy who doesn't ever make it to the honeymoon. The word fribbler comes from the 18th century and refers to a man who is in love with a woman but just won't commit to marriage. Chaucer coined the term pigasnia, which comes from the phrase pig's eye to mean sweetheart. Hey guys, why don't you try that one and your girlfriend and see how it goes? It's Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we're back. This is Success Profiles Radio, episode number 200 with Marshall Silver. And Marshall, I want to ask you, what are some of the habits do you believe that millionaires and billionaires have that the rest of us don't? What are some of the top reasons you think why people actually have prospered and others have not? I think it comes down to what we were chatting about before the break. It comes down to self-esteem. You know, when I was a, a young man and I was struggling, there, there, there came a point where I just said, you know what, um, I need to ask myself, who am I? You know, am I am I somebody that is struggling and destined to struggle or am I somebody that just needs to keep standing up and eventually we will make the breakthrough? And, and I I know that that is the biggest challenge that people have. We have we have events that we teach and we have seminars that we do. And the investment for the seminars is substantial. They range from a couple thousand dollars to tens of thousands of dollars. I know that the mere act of of committing to that level of training often is the thing that causes people to shift because because when we must succeed we do yeah you know for, for me uh, i watched my mother when i was five and a half six years old i watched her make a meal of peach cobbler sit down with her 10 kids to pray over the meal because we always did and i saw her eyes leaking water she wasn't sobbing out loud she wasn't crying except she was so sorrow filled that her eyes were leaking tears. And as we prayed, I, I heard her say, dear God, I trust you. Please provide for my family. I know that the only way I can be provided for is by you. And I realized now in my adult life, she was crying because we had no more food. The reason we were having peach cobbler for dinner was we had flour and they had found a big can of, of condensed peaches in the back of the, the pot cabinet, the pan cabinet. And they made this makeshift cobbler for us to eat for dinner. And I realized my mother was crying because beyond that, there was no food. There was nothing. She says the prayer. I look at my mother and I say, whatever is causing that pain and sorrow in her heart and on her face and in her tears, I will do whatever I need to do to never see that again. The second thing that happened is right after she got done praying, there was a knock at the door. We opened the door and behind the door was a neighbor with two arms filled with groceries. Behind them, another neighbor and another neighbor until some 20 bags of groceries showed up. The neighbors knew that we were starving. They knew that we had nothing. They contributed and they, they kicked in to help us out. And that was where I realized, you know, 
call it what you will, call it prayer, call it subconscious reprogramming, call it the law of attraction, call it whatever you will. We create our reality. And when I know that I am, I am finding my, finding my life less than perfect is a waste of my time because again, it is what it is. And I think that that's the biggest distinction between people that create outrageous wealth and amazing prosperity and people that do not is the people that, that create prosperity spend very little time as a victim. We say, hey, you know, if I don't like something, I'll change it. And if I still don't like it, I'll change it again. And if I still don't like it, I'll figure out a way to savor the wanting as much as the having. And if I must work a job, then I will not work that job begrudgedly. I will do the best I can because it's my character at stake here. You know, yes. when I was when I was a young man, I, I worked a job pumping gas or or, you know, any number of tasks that I wouldn't have wanted for myself. Yet my whole mindset was, if I'm going to be here, I'm going to do an excellent job. That's wonderful. Uh, you, we talked about during the break, there is a resource that you want to offer to our listeners. Can you tell us a little bit about that, please, Marshall? Yeah, Brian, I have a very special video. It's called Take Action Now. And the video is about two hours long. And normally we sell it for $197. I have it posted for a limited time on my website, prosperityalliance.com, which is a community of like-minded entrepreneurs and small and mid-sized business owners. And the video, like I said, it usually sells for 197 bucks. Uh, all your listeners need to do is go to prosperityalliance.com. It will ask them to enter an email address, opt-in, and then it will instantly give them access to this two-hour training that I guarantee them will be a, a continuation of our discussion today, which I wish could go on for hours. Yet it'll be yeah. something that will inspire them to, you know, get their head on straight, start taking new actions, help them understand what they need to learn. Prosperityalliance.com. You got it. All right. Fantastic. And you talk about how important it is to have a mentor. I know you've had mentors in your life. I've heard you talk from the stage mm -hmm. about that. It's obviously very important to achieve any level of success. What criteria do you use when you decide who you want to mentor you? There's a, some very specific basics. Number one, I, I want somebody who started off worse than where I am now. So in other words, if, if somebody by luck of the draw or by birthright, you know, started off with a ton of wealth, that might not be the right mentor for me because somewhere in the back of my mind, I can always have this little room for doubt that says, well, yeah, you know, you succeeded, but you started off way better than where I'm, I am right now. So find somebody who started off worse than where you are. Secondly, find somebody who's actually done it. Apparently, these days, all you need to do to be a guru is place an ad on Facebook. And so many of the ads I see and the content that I look at, it's not real. It's people that don't have two nickels to scrape together and, and, and do respect. You know, people will love you if you're in the process, yet I see people outright lying. And so the evidence leaves clues. And, and again, I live my life the way that I want to live it. I have a palace in Las Vegas, 17,000 square feet. We've got a home right on the water down here in San Diego in Carlsbad, California, with 140 feet of private beach. I do drive a Rolls Royce. I fly around on private jets. I live the life that I live because I want to, yet that's also should be evidence for people that I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You also you want to find a mentor also, though, who will hold your feet to the fire, someone that will will hold you accountable and not somebody that will let you get away with your crap, because that's the thing that hasn't worked in the past. Right. And then and then finally, you want to find a mentor whose lifestyle you would want. I'm not everybody's mentor. You know, there are some people 
that say, you know what, I would never want to live your lifestyle. I'd like to live a much simpler lifestyle. And, you know, and, and I had somebody the other day, they were asking me for a $5 million investment and they had just heard me lecture. And um, they're asking me for an investment. We're having breakfast. And they said, you know what, I wouldn't really be somebody that would be a good student for you because I really wouldn't want to live your lifestyle. And I said, that's fascinating. You're asking me for a $5 million investment for a company you say you say will grow to a billion dollars, and yet you don't want to live my lifestyle. And he said, well, you know, I just I would rather just give my money, you know, to I have a little bit of money and then give some money to help the elephants in Africa. And I said, what makes you think I don't help elephants in Africa? And he said, well, do you? And I said, that's beside the point. What makes you think that I cannot live the lifestyle that I live and also contribute heavily to charity and making the world a better place? And it was like his his face was dumbfounded because, number one, he was an idiot. He put his foot in his mouth. Number two, you know, I, I think that so many people that want a better life and want more wealth have they're stuck in subconscious programs that believe there's some evilness to money and that wealthy people must have done something dishonest together. And and while there are dishonest, wealthy people, there are people that would win by any means. There are also honest, kind, loving, good people who by their own fortitude pulled themselves up by their own bootstraps, created a phenomenal world and really believe that it's possible for anybody to do the same. That is absolutely amazing. Yeah, I'm guessing that guy did not get his $5 million investment. Not from, not from me. And I, I in, in essence, just I, I basically told him at the end of it all, I cannot even believe you just said that. The next time you have an opportunity to sit before somebody that could change your world, have a little more respect. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's talk about verbal programming for just a little bit. It's so evident you do this with your children. And I love the fact that you named your daughter Prosperity. What a great way to speak positivity into her life every time you say her name. Of course, that was intentional. Of course, and you got to consider my, my first son, his name is Sterling Silver. Yes. My second son is Maximus Silver, which means the very best. Yeah. And then prosperity. And it's interesting. I had gone into retirement, Brian. When when my son Sterling was born, I, I lived a big life. I, I had everything that I wanted. And I decided I was just going to go into retirement and, and live the rest of my life traveling around the world with him and my beautiful bride, Erica. And then Maximus arrived, and he was a little bit of a surprise and a, a very awesome, wonderful, you know, I'm grateful for the surprise, surprise. And then when Prosperity was born, and, and I caught her in the bathtub, and, and I'm looking into her eyes, it, it occurred to me that the girls are really expensive, and I, I better get back to work. Right. <laughs> and I don't know what it was, but suddenly I was massively inspired to leave a legacy. And so right now I am coming back out of retirement officially on January 2, and uh, I'm coming back out of retirement to change the world. I I realize that things that used to work no longer work, and the bottom line is I believe that it is possible to set up the affairs of the world, to turn around this nation's economy first and then the worldwide economy by making people more responsible for their own well-being taking them out of that victimhood, giving them the proper programs and tools to accomplish what they wish to accomplish and create a means for everybody to get what they want by just reversing the damage that's been done by the powers that be. They would seek to control us for their own personal gain. Yeah, absolutely. We are coming toward the end of the show. We have got less than three minutes to go, Marshall. Who inspires and motivates you? This is the question I ask everyone at the end. Well, isn't it ironic that you asked me about my daughter, Prosperity? My family inspires me. I'm looking at two pictures on my desk. One of my three children, the first time they got to see their father perform live on stage and they're naturals. They're just sitting there. 
The other is of my wife and my three kids. That's what inspires me. That's what gets me out of bed every single day. That's what makes me want to be a better man. That's what makes me want to create a legacy so that one day when my daughter Prosperity is 21 years old and she says hello to somebody, I'm Prosperity Silver, that the person that she's meeting says, you mean like Marshall Silver? She beams from ear to ear and says, yes, that man is my father. That is awesome. That is wonderful, wonderful answer. Uh, one more time, Marshall, uh, our, the free resources you're offering is where again? Uh, it's a two-hour training. We sell it for a couple hundred bucks. It's free to your listeners. Uh, go to prosperityalliance.com. It'll ask them to opt in. It'll ask them to put in their email. Once they do, it will give them immediate access to a two-hour training video called Take Action Now that will talk a lot about the things we've been talking about on this show, yet also give them real-world live examples. You're going to see me use irresistible influence to sell somebody something in that video live at a live seminar they didn't even know they wanted. And when I'm done, they're not only going to buy, they're going to say thank you. So it's a lot of fun, a lot of learning, and my pleasure uh, for you having me as a guest on your show. I'm very grateful. Thank you, Brian. Thank you so much, Marshall. We are coming to the end of our show, and uh, you can uh – Listen to the show back at successprofilesradio.com. Once the replay is available, you can also download and subscribe to Success Profiles Radio on iTunes anytime you like and hear any previous episode that we've had. You can join us every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern where I interview some of the most world-class successful people in the world, and we can talk about what they overcame, what they learned, and the lessons that we can glean from that so that we don't make some of the same mistakes that they might have made. It is an absolute honor and a privilege to have you here, Marshall Silver. Thank you so much. You're so welcome, Brian. Everybody have All a right. awesome day. Thank you so much, and we'll be back next week. Join us next week, 6 p.m. Eastern on Monday, Success Profiles Radio, and have a wonderful week. Talk to you next Monday. See you, everyone. Goodbye. being a part of success profiles radio with your host brian k wright each week we'll explore different aspects of success and